How would you like to speak to thousands of people in your pajamas without leaving your bedroom? Here's the thing. You need to be getting on podcasts yesterday. Why? Because podcasters are hot. Over 73 million Americans listen to podcasts and that number is growing every month. That's insane. Here's the problem. There are currently over half a million podcasts and finding the right ones is like finding a needle in a haystack. Podcast booking agencies charge thousands of dollars to book you on shows and they usually just spam podcasters like me. Hosts like myself get pitched all the time and we don't have time to research every potential guest. In fact, I turned down 95% of pitches. And this is why I created Podbooker. Podbooker.com is the first platform where guests can easily pitch hosts and hosts can find great guests. It's like a podcast dating site. Use our simple search algorithm to find the perfect hosts in seconds, increase your acceptance rates with our bio templates, video pitches, and powerful profile pages, easily communicate and follow up with hosts with a few clicks, keep a record of all the podcasts you've been featured on, learn how to become a rock star guest with our academy tutorials featuring award-winning podcast hosts, and much, much more. So what are you waiting for? Head over to podbooker.com. Warning, this is not your average podcast. We don't do I'm average around here. Boring doesn't exist. And we don't have patience for small-minded, petty excuses. Maybe I'm just not good enough. We're all about getting real, staying motivated, and taking imperfect action. This is The Daniel Geffen Show. And now, introducing your charmingly unfiltered, overly obsessive, yet refreshingly insightful host, Daniel Geffen. Okay, everybody, this is the Daniel Geffen Show, and here is my second guest. His name is Nochem Kligman. Uh, Nochem and I go way back. In fact, three years ago when I launched my podcast, it was because of Nochem. Um, Nochem invited me onto his podcast show, and uh, pretty much I fell in love with the mic. I didn't fall in love with Nochem, but I fell in love with the mic, and I said, Nochem, how do I start my own show? And Nochem said, well, I could teach you everything I know. And he charged me way too much money, but I paid it because he basically had me at ransom. And so I paid him the money. And within two weeks, I had my own show up and running. And since then, I've overtaken him. Uh, as they say, the student <laughs> has defeated the master, right? And, um, and now I decided that I wanted to bring Nochem on my show a to give back you know because i feel like you know it's nice to give back once in a while and are, are B, you I see, you're, doing me, you're doing me a favor i really appreciate it thank you so oh, much I, oh this is a huge favor for you Nacho. i mean <laughs> do you realize my show is one of the top shows on itunes so the fact that you're on it i usually only have like really big people like billionaires and like really successful people but i decided that for you i'd make an exception uh because you know obviously you know You've you've done you know you've done your part in my life. You've helped me out to some degree. Wait, so, so this is the uh, Can I Pick Your Brain podcast? No, no, this is the Daniel Geffen the show. The one that, that you only. One second. Wait, Can I... you get the facts right? Do you not know what show you're on? If somebody well, you just said that you this is show... you just talking about how I helped you launch the Can I Pick Your Brain show and how you owe all your success to me, and I thought that's well, the show on. that we're on. Well, first of all, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say I owe. All of my success. No, no, you. of I course, mean, Hashem. Of you, course, you want to you want to give you? Did you give birth to me? You want to take no, credit of course, for God. that too? Of, of course, God. And no, I would never. Oh, now you're God. I would oh, never. Now you're God. I would oh, never take. Okay. I would never take credit for giving birth to you. That, that for right. sure or not. I don't yeah, want that on my sure. head. <laughs> oh, okay. 
So you don't even know what show you're on. You just so you just basically go on people's shows without knowing what it's called, without knowing what's going on. Uh, but look, I mean, look, it's fine. For, I understand. Listen, so we go when you say we go way back. We go way back more than three years. We go back centuries. Tell oh, everybody centuries the truth, Daniel. Now. Tell everybody the truth. This is not for now, Nochum. We don't need to go into our family. <laughs> oh no, history, we do. Okay? We do. No, we don't. Everybody we really needs don't. to know that we are relatives. That we oh, are, goodness We are me. blood relatives. Okay. When you're a billionaire, Nochum, and you've got this massive will to leave behind, are you going to put me in there as your relative? Are you going to... Yeah? Is that... I think, I think gonna... being, being a relative to you is worth more than being a billionaire. Oh, that's sweet of you. Well, the truth is, Nochum, the reason why I wanted to have you on the show was because I wanted to talk about your failures because I know that, you know, over the past, I don't know, at least I would say 10, 15 years, you've failed quite a lot of times, right? You've gone through quite a lot of different ideas oh. and businesses. What is right? this? And, what is uh, a therapy session? No, no, this is not a therapy session. I, I want to talk about my failures. Daniel, can you help me? No, I'm, I, I can't help you. I've tried. I, I just want people <laughs> listening to this to know that there's hope, even for someone. If Nochum Kligman can, can become successful, uh, even after all of the failures that he's had, then there's, there's hope for everyone. I mean, that's, that's basically why I decided that this would be a great uh, segment for the show. <laughs> see, so, see what I'm, okay. Well, I mean, look, we'll get into it. We'll you, have get to, into, you have to define, listen, you have to define failure because truth is I don't look, you know, as an entrepreneur and a serial entrepreneur, um, you know, you can't count an unsuccessful startup as a failure because you gain and learn so much from them. And there are mm -hmm. even there are VCs that won't invest in an entrepreneur unless he's had a failing uh, project before. And also, mm -hmm. a lot of my my companies have, thank God, made money and done very well. Mm -hmm. But had you a couple haven't. of exits. Right. I haven't. Of course, I have. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? About what you're trying to say is nothing has been as successful as quickly as fast as booklikeaboss.com. That's what you're trying to say. Correct. Well, 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 can we calm down with the with this, you know, with the promotion? Okay, because I didn't come. This is the first time hit. I said it. Well, it's the first time I, I, I know, said booklikeaboss.com. Well, now that's the second time, and, and the truth is, you know, I didn't invite you on the show to promote yourself, and to, and to this is not an infomercial, this is not a late night infomercial, this is a I, podcast show, people I thought you this said this is a Daniel Geffen show, the whole thing is an infomercial, the whole thing is about promotion. Are you, are you going to come on my show and, and now whip me apart and basically put me down for my whole... Would I, like, is that, I would never, that, I would never do such a thing. I would never do such a thing. Don't tell me it's not about promotion. We're, this is raw. This is real. This is we well know yeah. unless we were in therapy, the purpose um has to do with promoting and you can be honest about this, about okay. promoting our personal brands. Correct? Right. Correct. So and that doesn't mean that Are even you though eating? we're promoting our yeah, I'm eating. You told me it's a raw show. You're eating on my show. I mean you didn't say how you told me I didn't even need a microphone. You told me this is a raw show. Just be I don't even believe this. I don't think I've ever had a guest on my show. I've interviewed over 130 people, and yeah. I don't think I've ever had someone eat on my show. You're actually you've had, eating. You've had no one that cares less, I guess. Than I oh, my goodness. So, you, so you're going to come on here. You're going to promote your book like a boss dot com. You're going to put me down, and then you're going to eat, eat I am on eating my show. And you don't fresh, even 
I'm eating fresh cut-up fruit. This has to be the fruit. worst guest I, I think I ever had. <laughs> we don't care. Well, I mean, who, you did, you who, did honestly, ask me if to... I can have a show of hands here, who cares? You did ask what me what eating before. Is, is, this called, is this called the What's Nochum Eating Show? No. So you let's think that go would actually right be a good back. show? Wait, wait. Do you think that would actually be a good podcast? Well, you eat all the time, so you probably have to be recording like live oh every second of the day. Beautiful. I mean, if you guys haven't seen what Nochum looks like, um, oh we could put gosh, a picture up on the web. All right, fine. Well, the, let's Why would I want this to go live? <laughs> it will go live because, you know, it's raw and real and nothing is edited on the Daniel Geffen show. So whatever you say... You better think before you say it. And if you're munching away... You gave me 10 minutes. Doing, you said, Nochum, like please. I, you said, Nochum, please. I beg you. I need a guest today. Please do me a favor. I beg you to show. come on my show. Yes. I think and it I was said, really right. I, I, have, like, Daniel. I said, but I have to eat my fruit. I remember you saying, Daniel, you know, you've become a hit success with your show. And I've got this this business that I need to promote. You know, can you do me a huge <laughs> favor and, and bring me on as a guest? Anyway, it's your word against mine. So who are they going to believe? They believe me, obviously. You're the guest. I don't know who you are. It is your show. It is your show. It's my show. Right, exactly. When you come come on my show, I'll tell the truth. Right. So let's go back to the big, let's go back to what we were saying here. So you basically, how many, how many startups have you tried that we won't use the word fail because obviously, you know, it hurts you to hear the word fail. Yeah. No, I don't um, mind. I feel, listen, sure I've definitely, I've definitely, and so I don't want to use that trigger word. It's not, no, no, I don't have a problem with the word failure. I have failed and Baruch Hashem, I failed. One of the yes. most painful failures was my, was my uh, apparel company, which was, uh, you know, you had but, an but apparel company. Oh my goodness me. Jeez. Yes. What, would, what were you thinking? I was thinking you about had my. The, were you the model? Is that why it failed? I mean, no, my, my special needs son was the model. It was, it was apparel for special needs children. Oh, okay. Can we? Uh, oh, shoot, we can't edit that out. Um, no, you said this is I raw. It was a clothing company raw. for special needs children that I did with oh, my heart, God. and I put in my life savings, and I spent oh, two and a half years trying to build, and it was extremely oh. painful when it failed. But oh, rub it goodness. in, Daniel. Rub it in. I'm sorry. No, I. Wow. You for once, I've actually act bad for you, um, which is wow. So yes, uh, my, my son so was, my, was my model. Wow, okay. Uh, why did it fail? Ah, so that's a great question. Wow. I mean, it's, a, it's no, really, I, no, but here's, here's, the perfect, here's a perfect example because you could say it failed, and I'll tell you why it failed, but there's no question that you probably would not be doing this today if it wasn't for that failure, and allow me to explain. Mm-hmm. The apparel company was a, um, a business of passion, my kid, my son, who has uh, cerebral palsy, uh, he drools a lot, and they used to put a bib around him uh, for drooling, and I felt as he got older, I, felt, I said, this is ridiculous. You know, a, a, an 11-year-old kid should, or a 12-year-old kid should not be, uh, should not be wearing a bib, and I looked mm-hmm. around the market, and I saw that there really wasn't anything um, out there. That, that a kid can wear that was antibacterial, that was quick dry, that was comfortable, and that had a bib lining on the inside so he could wear a shirt like everyone else. And so I created this company. I actually launched a uh, successful Kickstarter campaign. Um, we raised, uh, I believe it was more than $25,000, maybe $30,000. Um, and based on the success of that campaign and the feedback I got and the emotions from people, and other special needs parents around the world, 
you know, I said, hey, I want to do more. We really have something here. And the problem was, is that, you know, I come, you know, most of my startups have been in high tech um, and internet and marketing related. And this was something that, but, you know, creating an, uh, uh, an apparel product, I said to myself, how hard can it be to create a shirt? Everybody creates shirts, but apparently it was a lot harder than I anticipated. It was a lot more challenging, especially dealing with manufacturing in China. Um, yeah. It was just an absolute nightmare. I even went to China, went to Shenzhen, met with the manufacturer, but they have no problem lying to you to your face really? and blindly ripping you off. Yeah, they don't, they oh, don't care. How much did they and, rip you off with? They tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, well, what happened was is that you know, you know, creating a shirt and, and going back and forth with FedEx and waiting for, you know, checking the colors, checking the material, making sure that everything was done properly and the buttons and the way it's sewn and the different sizes. So going back, sorry, not to cut you off, but going back, what would you do differently if if you were to start that that exact business again? Um, I would definitely make sure. And which, I, which I did actually, I corrected the second time, the second run, I had a third party come in and do a detailed report of all the shirts, of all the material that, you know, checking the sizes, making sure that everything mm-hmm. uh, was, was, prop, was done properly. Yep. I trusted a bit too much of the manufacturer. It was a small run. And again, I had gone down, I met with them. And <laughs> do you think you jumped most, in too fast? Do you think you jumped in too quick? No, I don't think it's jump because I, as an entrepreneur, I believe that's what you have to do. I believe you have to Correct, right. just go for it. You know, sitting and that's studying what I was gonna, it for four Because here's the thing that I was going to ask you, Nachum, is that you know, on the one hand, it sounds like you know you went into it with with blindly trusting everyone, just kind of let's go, let's do it. You know, um, and and it was quite, almost that was your downfall. But then I was going to say, but then again. Like you don't want to be, you know, taking too long to to produce and too long Absolutely to get out of I'm, I'm the type right. of guy. You, you have an idea, you believe in it, you go for it, and and that the best learning is by going for it. And that's why I say, even though the company failed, I learned so much from it. From it, I learned so much from the experiences um, that I'm able to help other people now. Um, so and, in and, other words, and, you're saying you've got to fail fast. Yeah, if you fail, fail fast again. And I, and you know, I probably should have shut it down sooner. Mm. Um, but because I was so passionate about it, my heart was really attached to it. Um, and you know, I got so many emails from special needs parents, um, that I just felt like I was fighting for them. And so I put everything mm-hmm. I could into it and I kept going till I couldn't go any longer. So that's and a really to- interesting thing. I'm sorry to cut you off, but are you saying now that essentially sometimes you've got to know when it's a charity and when it's a business? Uh, oh, absolutely. Because those two, they're two different things, right? If you're doing something because you want to help people and, you know, it's not a business, you've got to know when it's a business and when it's not a business. If you treat it like a business, then you've got to be completely unemotional about it in a sense, right? You've got to be, like, surgical about it. Um, otherwise, it's absolutely. not a business. Absolutely. I was, I, was right? I was completely emotional about it. I was completely emotional okay. about it. So, um, so I want to take that. I want to take that. And now, in contrast to that, um, yeah. Let's go to book like a boss, right? So well, you, like oh, a let boss. me let me finish this off because this, this is how it led into it. Because yeah, our, our really audience feels- can't stay forever. I mean, we we've only got like a, you know, a certain amount of time on the show here. Give me thirty. Like- se- give me thirty seconds. I'll jump to it. Oh, my gosh! And and they much trust me when I say that your audience much rather listen to me than listen to you. Oh, okay. Shabang. So the, the the thirty second end of it is. Is that basically they sent me the wrong shirts? They sent me seventy-five percent of my shirts without the lining instead of the seventy percent with, and so I had to reorder from them. 
um, which, and I couldn't go to another manufacturer at that point because it would have taken six months to start from fresh. And I had people on, on the Kickstarter that were waiting for their shirts. So they gave me, they were so kind to give me a 2% discount. But in any case, it caught the eyes of some investors and I got some investors uh, to invest in the company, but they totally yep. manipulated us and broke their contract with us like uh, six weeks afterwards and basically forced us to close down the company. Uh, so the long story short on that is that after this two, and a, two years, two and a half years of putting my blood, sweat, and tears into it, mm -hmm. um, I decided to take a break from entrepreneurship. I want to write my book, uh, which I did, yep. and I wanted to write, and I wanted to start a podcast, which I did, and I wanted to uh, do consulting, which I did. And, um, you know, that's, that's when I started my, uh, my podcast, uh, The From yep. Entrepreneur, and wrote the book. And it was at this time when I was doing um, consulting, and I was getting a lot of people because of the podcast and just being out there as an entrepreneur in my community, I was getting a lot of people coming to me every day, uh, you know, or a couple times a week, months, and people ask me, hey, can I pick your brain? Can I take you out for, so what I did there, can you take you out for, uh, for a cup of yeah. coffee, this and that and everything? And uh, I said, I wish there was an easy way for me to send somebody a link that said, hey, this is who I am. This is what people say about me. This is my calendar. And let them book me and right. pay for it all in one place. And it would save so much time. And you didn't and have a website for I, that? You, didn't, they didn't, you couldn't just send them to your website for them to do that? No, because my website didn't have a calendar. And I tried building uh, ah. a website with a calendar that looked good on mobile and had mm -hmm. the, the Stripe payments or PayPal payments and had everything. And it was just a nightmare to put together. And when okay. I went to a professional um, designer or web firm, they said it'll cost you like three grand to put this all together. Mm -hmm. And I just said, you know, I'm not, not spending three grand on this. And then at the same time, a friend of mine whose sister is a masseuse sent his, her brother an email that said, mm -hmm. hey, listen, I'm a masseuse. I have this problem. I'm not technical at all. I'm looking for an easy way where I could just put up my – uh, these are the massages I offer. Here's my calendar. Let my customers book me and pay for it all in one place. Does such a thing mm -hmm. exist? And he forwarded it to me asking if I know of anything. And then just a light bulb went off, and I said, and I said to myself, hey, if I as a business consultant has this need, and here's a masseuse that has this need, with a growing gig economy, I bet there are tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people that have the same need for an easy system to take bookings and sell services online. And okay. that's where I came up with the idea for Book Like a Boss. A couple like weeks a later, boss. a good friend of mine, David Yudkowitz, was a master programmer, became available. And mm -hmm. I pitched him the idea. He loved it. And that's how we uh, started the company. And when did you launch this? How long ago? So we launched this after building it for about a year, year and a half. We launched this last May. We launched last it on May? AppSumo. And we did okay. $200,000 in about 10 days. $200,000 in sales. Oh. Yeah, wow. and brought in thousands of customers, and we've uh, been growing nonstop ever since then. That's insane. How many subscribers, how many uh, paid users do you have right now? Um, we've had six, we have about 7,000 people that have wow. paid for the, for the software. Wow. Um, and the truth is, we haven't even started marketing. Over the last year, we've been hyper-focused on, because when we launched, we launched really the beta version. And we, we learned so quickly from our users what were the features they wanted. And so we've been building that over the last year. And so just probably in about another couple of weeks, we're going to be doing a big, uh, a big marketing campaign. You now start doing uh, paid ads and start doing PR and doing a real push for the company. But we've and been seeing you, such a great, uh, you know, such great growth just from our existing users. Uh, that's really wow. been and word of mouth. It's been really fantastic. Are you emotionally connected to Book Like a Boss? 
Nope. Why Not would you all. say that? See, that's really interesting. That's really interesting. Because every time I speak to you, all you talk about is this book like a boss, book like a boss. Oh, wow, yeah. Amazing. No, I don't, so don't you, get me wrong. I'm passionate about it. Okay, so what do you mean when I you say you're passionate and you're not emotional about it? Very good. Good be? question. Because I'm passionate about it and I love about it, but, and I love it, but I'm not trying to change the world with it. Right? Why not? Everyone talks about This is really important. This is really yeah. important. Because everyone online, all these big marketing experts, and you see all these branding people, and they all say, you know, they all use the terms of we're going to impact the world, and you need to change the world, and this is why we do what we do is because we're impacting the world. Why are you not trying to change the world? Why, why are you not saying, book like a boss is going to change the world? Why not? Excellent question. And the answer is, first, it's twofold. One, first thing is that everything that I've gone through with all my companies over the last 25 years, all the experience I've had, I put into building this company in a specific way, and I've learned from my mistakes, and I don't intend to make those same mistakes again. Second of all, I'm happy if people are able to make money from using the software, and that's great. We want our users to be happy, but that's not what drives me. Because, yes, I want to change the world, but I'm, but I'm looking at Book Like a Boss as a means to an end. I'm looking at Book Like a Boss as a way to get me to the place where I can use the funds I make as a tool in order to really do what I want to achieve in this world and the changes I want to make. In other so, words, what you're saying, just to use an analogy, it's like, it's like you see Book Like a Boss or your business as your car. Right? You want your car to be comfortable, you want it to look nice, you want it to be, you know, you want to have good air conditioning, a good surround sound system, but you've got to also remember that it's still just a car, it's just a vehicle to get you to where you want to get to, and if someone smashes into your car, you know, okay, like, it's not the end of the world, and people get really emotionally attached to their cars, which, which if you think about it, if you, st- if you take a step back, it's really stupid, because what are you doing? It's a piece of metal at the end of the day, it's only a... Uh, a vehicle, right? And so right. what you're saying is that, you know, don't get too emotionally attached to your business because if you do, you end up stuck, essentially. You become attached. Well, so and let, me, let me put it a little bit of a different way because I'm a big believer, as you are, that you've got to be passionate about what you're doing. And I For absolutely, sure. absolutely love my company. I love my partners. I love the people who work for me. I love the I love everything about it, and I'm excited every day to get up and to work and to grow it, and I'm just super passionate about it. But right. after 120 years, on my tombstone, do I want to say he was the CEO and co-founder of Book Like a Boss? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm here for. Now, it could be some entrepreneurs want to say, hey, this guy put you know, 50, put 1,000 people on Mars, or this guy saved, you know, um, you know put uh, wells, water wells in, you know, 30 Africa. countries and and uh, you know and that's their passion that's nice that's that's what they want on their on their, on their tombstone for me right. I, on my tombstone i don't want to say anything about book like a boss i wanted to say you know how i change the world in a positive way but book like a boss is a means to get there it's not the end result that's what i'm trying I to love say. it what a great message Nachum. i think we're going to wrap it up with that because that was that was beautiful that was actually oh, really beautiful thank you yeah. you know yeah and um that. and of course you know podbooker.com is the same thing for me you know i'm 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 building podbooker.com as as a vehicle uh in the same way and in fact i actually see uh book like a boss and podbooker working together i, I think they could become brothers and sisters maybe or, or something like that where you know maybe we can well, help they're each already, other they're already well. they're already cousins they're cousins okay we can call them cousins <laughs> that's cool <laughs> So, uh, for, for anyone listening to this that, uh, that wants to check out Book Like a Boss, where do they go? 
go to uh, booklikeaboss.com. Yeah. Um, you know what we have? I'm going to give a, a code, a 50% off code that, that I use. Yeah. Smoke just and. for uh, friends because I figure that friends of yours are friends of mine. So oh, yeah. um, use coupon code JBIZEXPO. J-B-I-Z-E-X-P-O on checkout, and you'll see if you Are you using a coupon code that you've used before? Because that sounds like an expert. Yeah, but well, you didn't give me time. I would have set up a special one just for you and for your listeners. Well, I, but. Wanted like, I wanted like booklikeaboss.com forward slash Daniel Geffen show or something like unique. What the heck is that? J-Biz Expo? No, it was a, a, an expo I spoke at where I gave um, people this discount. So uh-huh, now I'm giving okay, it to your fine. listeners as well. I don't yeah, promote so, it so, anywhere. So 50% off is J Biz Expo. Yeah, and any for any of your listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there's a free plan as well to get, as you, say, you can see it. And we are just about to get to 11,000 users in over 60 countries. Wow. So you're going to be joining a great group of people. We have almost 3,000 people in our Facebook group. And nice. I would love to see you there. Nachum, this has been absolutely fascinating. I love talking to you, as always, as you know. Um, for those listening, by the way, Nachum literally lives up the road from me. I can literally walk to him in five minutes. Uh, so it's, it's really funny how small this world really is. Yeah. Um, and um, go check it out. Go to booklikeaboss.com. Uh, type in JBiz Expo to get your 50% discount or just take a free trial. Um, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Have an incredible day, everyone. Nochum, thank you again. Thank you, Daniel, for having me. I actually, and I actually do not regret having you on. Uh, so that's a big compliment. <laughs> I be, you know what? My goal, one of my, I just wanted to share one of my, my business goals is that one day I want to have the merit. I just want to have the merit to be on the Can I Brick you, Pick Your Brain podcast. So I hope this is a stepping um, stool to that. Okay. Well, we have pretty big people there, so when you get to maybe like, you know, 180,000 users, then we can have another conversation. Um, wow. But for right now. Wow. Yeah. Or, or yeah, maybe we can do just something. Wow. I mean, we could, we could talk. We could talk about it. Not, you know, I'm just um, going to go back to my fruit. Yeah, you go back to your fruit. I don't want to talk to, I don't want to talk to bananas. I want to eat them. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's wonderful. What do you think we should call this episode, by the way? If you were to give this, this episode a title, what would it be? Uh, definitely called The Nachum Kligman Show. Oh, you wish. That's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, all right. Everybody. All right, talk to you later, brother. Have a great day. Speak to you be well. tomorrow. Bye. Bye. You just heard another imperfectly perfect, powerful piece of positivity, practical perceptions from your daringly dashing host, Daniel Geffen. Don't foolishly miss out on other epic episodes. Uh Uh-oh. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go on, give it a smash, then get on with your day. And don't forget to make it epic.